Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie, 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 Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic, talking Big Red. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Unleash the fury! On Hale Varsity Radio. Ah, yes, he's ready to unleash the fury. It is Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Find him on Twitter at Mitch Sherman. Mitch, you, you set up for Thursday. How are you? Yeah, uh, haven't uh, turned my attention too much to that yet, but I'll be uh, I'll be ready to, to sit down. I don't I don't have a lot of responsibilities other than just eat, finding a chair, and picking up a fork. Well, that's that's all right. We are getting inundated by our wonderful listeners via email and the stream and phone calls. We threw out the Iowa is what item on the Thanksgiving Day spread. And I kind of said their their offense resembles the Griswold turkey at Christmas. I know I'm mixing holidays here, but you, you are that's not a, that is not a thanks. That's I mean it could be the Griswold turkey served at Thanksgiving. I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you were to to kind of put a label on the Iowa offense, what what side or Thanksgiving Day dish would they be? Like a really dry helping of corn. Um, <laughs> And it's supposed to be kind of, it's supposed to have some juice to it, and it'd be like if you went to the, to the, to the plate or the bowl, the dish that had the corn in, in it to, to serve it up on your plate for a, a nice side, and it, it just came out, real crusty and and just unappetizing. Uh, that, that was uh, that was well painted, uh, Mitch. Mitch Sherman's with us. Let's talk a little bit about the news today. Get to some football. And uh, first and foremost, Ty Robinson. Are you surprised Ty's coming back? A little bit, yeah. I'm just writing that here on my screen right now. Uh, I am. I mean, it's his sixth year, and, and he'll be just a few days short of his 24th birthday when the 2025 NFL draft comes around. And he's doing this to sharpen his skills, he said, so that he can be a better NFL prospect and and Ty, you know, for the better part of his career, was either dealing with injuries, like as was the case in the off season, leading up to Matt Rule's first year here and this defensive coaching staff's first year, or I mean, or just kind of being in a spot where people were awaiting him to to break out. And I think he got himself in the best shape of his career this season. He looks different physically. And he really has enjoyed a great second half of, of this season. And it's gotten him to a place where I kind of expected that with what he had put on film, that he might just go here at age 22 and, and just jump in to get started. But it's an indication in part of how he feels about the progress in this program. It's not just coming back to become a better NFL player because if, if that was the case, you can get started on that and, and you know, work your way in on a, on a path through the league where 
you know, you, you maybe don't get drafted as high as you'd like to, but um, there are opportunities there if you're a good player in a training camp and, and you make a team. Um, he's, he's done this in part because he likes what he sees in Nebraska and wants to be a part of that for another year. Smith Sherman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, talking at Nebraska. We look ahead to Iowa here momentarily. But first, Mitch, Ty Robinson's the first name, I mean, off the board in terms of the decision-making process. What other names are you going to be following here? It's, it's such a confusing time with the COVID year still throwing a wrench into things with red shirts and everything. I don't know who still has a year of eligibility left and who doesn't, if I'm being completely frank with you. Have you looked into this? Well, what are the, 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 the names that still have a question mark in terms of if they can come back next year or not? I have looked into it, and um, I can tell you that players like like Anthony Grant and Omar Brown, Billy Kemp, Quentin Newsome, Marcus Washington, Josh Fleeks, Luke Reimer, they're all, Nuri Nuili, um, they're all at the end. They're their seniors, and, and this will be their senior day, and they won't be back at Nebraska next year. But then you have a whole group like Nick Henrich and Bryce Benhart, uh, Robinson, we mentioned, Ramir Johnson, Javen Wright, Ethan Piper, Bushini, John Bullock, um, Garcia Castaneda. Uh, they're all fifth-year fifth year juniors and could come back for another year because of the COVID year. And then there's others like Ben Scott, who's a fourth-year junior, uh, who you know I think faces a decision. And I could see Ben Scott going to, to the NFL as Nebraska, Nebraska's starting center. Um, but he also is, is somebody who has another year. Let's get into Black Friday and, and the matchup here, Mitch. Uh, Nebraska and presumably Chuba will get the nod. Uh, seems to be the healthiest right now and uh, performed really well on the road. And uh, let's talk about Nebraska's offense for a moment against that, that Hawkeye defense. You know, what, what can Nebraska do offensively to keep Iowa off balance and try and forge some points. Well, I think Iowa's going to be ready for the short passing game that Nebraska showed early to loosen some things up against Wisconsin. That's how they started to move the, move the chains against the Badgers before the Huskers hit those two big plays on the, on the scoring plays, both from 50 yards plus. So once Wisconsin started to do some things on the edges to shut down that pass to Kemp um, and some other wide receiver screens, then they they held Nebraska in check, really, until the last drive of the game, uh, the last drive of regulation for the Huskers. So, you know, Iowa's going to be aware of that. They'll have seen what Nebraska did to have success early against the Badgers, and Nebraska will have to adjust to that and change some things up. Um, I think you can incorporate the tight end. Uh, they, you know, Nebraska has been able to run the ball uh, against just about everybody on its schedule, with the exception of Michigan, and they're going to have to go back to that and, and get Emmett Johnson involved, and you'll see Chuba in the in the run game. I'm sure uh, he won't surprise Iowa with his speed like he did Wisconsin on that on that first touchdown run. But I still think he can be effective in getting some chunks for Nebraska in this game. I mean, Iowa has a very very good defense and they're very sound. That's the main thing. But they've taken some hits because of injuries, just like the Iowa offense has. And the big one being Cooper DeGene, their star corner who was out for this game so maybe there's some things that nebraska believes it can do in the past game like we saw a year ago because of injuries in the iowa secondary it's mitch sherman with us here on hail varsity radio and mitch i want to dive specifically into that husker rushing attack 
Iowa this year is directly behind Michigan in terms of yards per rush in the uh, in the Big Ten. Michigan's at three yards per rush exactly. Iowa's at 3.1, but they've only allowed two rushing touchdowns on this season. Well, what's a healthy rushing total for Nebraska on Friday? How do they win this game on the ground, I guess, is, is what I'm asking you. Well, I don't think you can just go out and run it at I mean, you can run it at them, but I don't think you can just go out and be one-dimensional and – and run the ball if you're Nebraska and expect that's going to put up any points, any any or many points. Um, probably not going to do well in the red zone if that's your that's your plan. So they're going to have to mix in some things passing wise. And like I said, tight ends, some short stuff over the middle. Um, try those those intermediate routes. You know, it's, it's not going to be a great day to throw the ball. Cold um, is the is the forecast at Memorial Stadium, I believe, on Friday, and it, it's it's just going to be a physical. Um, close to the line of scrimmage game with without a lot of points scored. So anything that you can get offensively or even yardage into, on special teams or a mistake that you can capitalize on that the Iowa offense produces with, with the, the Nebraska defense to, to sh- set up a short field, all of those things are going to be so magnified because it's not going to be a game where there's five or six touchdowns scored, more likely you know one, two, or three. Mitch, let's talk Tony White. Uh, we'll play a little bit of Tony next segment, but he had time with the media today and uh, very complimentary of Rule's endorsement yesterday. What's your feel? What are you hearing about Tony White? Uh, I mean, San Diego State's out there. There's other openings out mm-hmm. there. And, you know, what are your thoughts right now with Tony White and, and his future? I thought he sounded like a guy who was ready. Um, when he talked today, you know, he's, there was a little bit of almost past tense and talking about everything that he, he appreciated, everything that, that Matt Rule has done for him or that Matt Rule did for him. That doesn't, you, you don't want to read too much into just the way that he words things. And, you know, he's saying that he's focused on this week, but I, you, you have a real sense that right now he's in one of those places where his mind is, is, is going one way. And, and he's also coaching this team. And, and, you know, he's capable of being able to do both those things. Lots of coaches have done that for short periods of time in November and, and December in college football. That's just, that's just the, the way of, of the world in college football. And, and, and Tony's right in that, in that spot right now, I think. But I think, he's, I think if, if he gets an offer um, that he's intrigued by, He's ready to go, and um, he definitely was humbled by, you could tell in his voice and by his reaction, by what Matt Rule said yesterday and, and, and publicly endorsing him and saying that Tony should should go get a job and, and that, that anyone who's looking should want Tony White as their head coach. So we'll see. Um, sometimes these situations come up and you end up being a runner-up um, in, the, in the process, and Maybe the right thing won't come around for him. Maybe the job that he's best suited for isn't open right now or hasn't opened yet this, this cycle, and he could very well end up back in Lincoln. But um, it, he's a hot, a hot commodity, and I think there are going to be options for him. It just is going to have to come down to whether it's the right option and how he how, – I think we know how he views Nebraska. He likes the situation here and, and the news – Today, that Ty Robinson's coming back in the middle of that defense, I think would 
would only be a, a chip in, in on the Nebraska side. That would help. It, it helps him uh, be comfortable about the the unit that Nebraska is going to put out there next year if he's if he's back on the sideline. I think he could expect they're going to have another good season and he's going to be right back in the spot a year from now. But you don't want to pass up on the right opportunity if it's there for you um, at this moment. Mitch, last thought here, 30 seconds. If Tony White does, in fact, leave after the season, is is Evan Cooper next in line? Does Nebraska go external? What are your thoughts there? Well, I think they like Evan Cooper where he's at in, in that head evaluator role. I could see him getting a promotion, you know, a different title. But coordinating the defense, I don't know um, if that plays to his strength. You know, he's the best recruiter on the Nebraska staff, the, well, the best talent evaluator mm-hmm. on the Nebraska staff, and you don't want to take that. Um, necessarily out of his hands at this point in his career. I think they'd look outside, and you know they're going to look at the guy who's the interim head coach at, if it comes to this, they were going to look at the guy who's the interim head coach at Texas A&M right now, Elijah Robinson. Um, but you know he's probably going to have other offers too. And you know Tony White may be back, so um, we'll, we'll, well, we're going to find out um, a lot, not just about this situation, but others in this transactional period for college football that starts. Well, really right now, but but in in um, in full speed mode next week. Mitch Sherman with us from The Athletic at Mitch Sherman. Mitch, you take care. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Okay, thanks. Same to you guys. All right, there he is, Mitch Sherman. We'll have some more thoughts. Coach White next.